welcome to The Sanctuary, a safe space to speak from the heart. I'm your host, Israel, and my guest today is Michael Brown, the founder of BattleX and the co and the owner and co-founder of the Halifax Harbor Hawks. Thanks for coming to The Sanctuary today. Appreciate you having me on, Israel. Yo, I've been dying to do this thing, but I, I want to rewind back a little bit um, your journey and what are some of the things you learned, you know, from playing football that you're now incorporating into your businesses today? Yeah, well, I, th- there's a lot. <laughs> there's a whole lot. So I'll try to, you know, keep it in almost point form. Uh, I would say one right. of the, the, the first lesson I learned in playing football was actually something my mom taught me. And first time playing football, we go through a couple of days of practices and training. And it was hard, but it was like, OK, I could do this. Then we get equipment. And I got lit up. I started crying. I was like, I'm not doing this. Whatever. I sat out the rest of practice. I get in the car, go home, crying. I don't want to play anymore. And she's like, okay. And then I started, you know, feeling good. And she's like, you're going to finish the season. And then after the season, if you don't want to play anymore, then that's fine. But you're not going to quit. And that lesson stays and resonates with me and permeated with me through the rest of my life to the point that I am actually apprehensive to get involved with anything because I know once I do, I'm in. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's, there's no quitting. And sometimes it could almost be to a detriment. You know what I mean? Because it's like you know, things right. could be kind of going down and you're like, I got to stay in it to make it better. I got to, I got to grind through it. I got, you know, so I would say if anything, that was mm. probably one of the biggest lessons that I've learned. And also my first lesson. Mm, mm. Wow. And it's great that that came right from your mom. So um, you you finished the season, I'm guessing. Couldn't wait for the next season. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, you know, you've been playing football for a while now. Um, and then you moved to Canada. What led you to Canada? Football. <laughs> um, so I, I played <laughs> since I was six years old. Um when I hit 17 and graduated high school, I went, you know, went off to, to a couple of universities in the States. Um, and in 2009, I had the opportunity to make the jump to play professionally in the CFL in Canada. And so I did. So that was my initial uh, approach to Canada and uh, absolutely loved it. Got cut, got released, got picked up by another team, got released. And, that, and it was like, that's when I started realizing, you know what, I, I might really need to figure out what I'm going to do and what my educational path is and how I'm going to do that because football is not going to be forever. And in that, and, and during that time, um, I actually was homeless for three months. And wow. that lesson that my mom taught me about never quitting and keep going is actually something that like helped me dig myself out of that. And then that's when I actually made the transition to come out here out East in uh, Nova Scotia is I had an opportunity to go to university again um, at St. Mary's, which I took that opportunity, played football and finished my second bachelor's. Mm. Um, what was that bachelor's in? The, the one at St. Mary's, it was a bachelor of arts in yeah. psych and social. My, my first okay, bachelor's okay. was in the States and, and it's weird in the States. We don't have like a, a commerce degree. Mine was actually bachelor of science in business marketing and management. Oh, oh, well, so it's like, as you are going through this journey of life, you are picking things up that you know you 
put it all together to build Battle X. And um, at what point did you decide to just pull that trigger and create Battle X? When everybody told me no. <laughs> Literally. Um, so, you know, I played professionally for 11 years, played on the U.S. national team. You know, I did a lot of stuff, got to travel, spent, you know, the better part of 10 years in Europe. And um, in 2017, I retired and you know, I was just kind of over it. You know, I, I was just like, you know what, I, I'm not quitting because that was I battled for about three, three weeks with that because I've been like, man, am I quitting? Am I like what's happening? Um, I didn't have the excitement of going to practice and grinding and doing those things anymore. And I felt like there were more and different things I wanted to do. Uh, so mm. after that three week battle, I went to the management and said, you know what? I really appreciate this opportunity. I got to do this for me. I'm done. Mm. And I haven't been on the football field since. Um, and, and this came just like out of the blue. There was no plan. I'd had no backup plan, which normally I, I have where it's like, you know, I'm going to set myself up. So uh, my wife and I were just like, you know what, like where we're going to live. It was going to either be in Helsinki, Finland. It was going to be in Marburg, Germany. It was going to be San Diego or Charlotte, Carolina, and we ended up in Nova Scotia. <laughs> so what, 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 uh, I guess was the tipping point that made you guys decide to come to Nova Scotia? Well, she's from here and all right, we ended up, um, I, I was still in Italy actually signing papers for a condo here and oh. it just, it just, it just kind of worked out. You know, it was just like, you know what, this is an opportunity to, you know, have our own place and say it's ours. And we did, and we ended up being here and um, I completely happy about it. You know, I absolutely love it. But to, to go back to your question, you know, on, on how battle X started um, mm. coming here. So I have two bachelors and I have a master's degree in North American studies that, you know, we did while we were in Germany. And um, yeah. I figured, you know what, like I have two bachelors and a master's getting a job shouldn't be a problem. And I was wrong. Mm. It, it, it didn't no. matter. I couldn't get a, I, I couldn't get a job at a gas station. Wow. And, and I'm like, it weighed heavily on me because, you know, I started questioning, you know, why, you know, they tell you to go to school and do this and do that and get educated. And I can't even get a job at a gas station, <laughs> you know, and uh, mm. it was really hard. And I had to figure out what and how I was going to do things. Um, I thought coaching natural you know you go from a player you know i was really uh cerebral in my approach to the game uh student in the game and it was like you know what i can i can transfer these skills onto these athletes that are now playing and trying to get to those levels that i was at coaching would be awesome and i get to um you know give them guidance and mentorship and leadership capability you know all these types of things it didn't work out that way it was actually really hard to get a job in coaching now I'm sitting here, like, what am I going to do? What are we going to do? And um, Kelly asked me, you know, during our pillow talk, she goes, if money was no object, what would you do? And I'm looking at her like, mm. shut up. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, and she was like, no, really, like, what would you do? And I was like, you know, I really love, I really love helping people. I really love helping people accomplish their goals and, you know, get into their dream. I love mentorship. I love guiding people. I love uh, creating partnerships and doing business to business. I love, you know, I love all these types of things. I love the training. I love the teaching football. I lo love it all. And then, so I say mm -hmm. all this stuff 
And she goes, mm-hmm. Then do that. And I'm like, what you mean do that? I don't want to do all that, you know? Like, what am I? And uh, I kid you not, like the next day, we went down to Access Nova Scotia and we registered Paddle X. And we were off and running from that point on. And it was a grind. Don't get me wrong. It was a grind. But, mm. you know, I'm in the position and, and building that, like, I learned a lot in the business world. I learned a lot about people and how things work out here. And, you know, there are some people that are in positions to help you that don't necessarily want to see you shine or succeed. And that was a hard lesson mm. to learn as well. Um, so, again, I got put in the position where I had to bet on myself and believing in me to push forward. And um, hmm. basically, here we are. <laughs> wow. Wow, what a story. Which which one came first? Was he Bottle Legs or Hobble Hawks? Well, they were actually all at the same time. So wow. <laughs> it was Battle X. And, uh, and by the way, Kelly was pregnant. And I tore my Achilles at the same time on my right foot. God. And I couldn't drive. So she's driving me everywhere, <laughs> like, getting ready to deliver, baby. We got these grand ideas of starting Battle Axe. And then it's like, you know what? Hey, you know what? Let's start a football team, too. <laughs> you know, let's. So um, the Harbor Hawks came literally right after because, again, I couldn't coach. I I couldn't get a job coaching. And I really enjoy it. And I feel like I can pass some things on. And it was like, you know what? So we let's start this team. And we went down to registries and started the Halifax Harbor Hawks Football Club. Wow. Wow. Um, And I mean, so I guess. it goes back to that lesson you learned from your mom about not quitting. Um, you know, so you had your baby came together and then, so it's pretty much you had three babies come at the same time. Your baby with Kelly, Battle X and Hubble Hawks. Um, how's he like managing all those things at the, you know, the beginning, those first few years. Yeah. Uh, I also have a 12 year old that lives in the States that we are very involved with that visits us. Right. 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 Too. So, uh, four babies. Okay. And Kelly's also my baby, so five. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was um, that's another lesson I learned from football: time management, scheduling, prioritizing. Mm. Um, my calendar is just <laughs> full, you know, from literally day to day. We're going here to get this. We're going there to get that. We got to do this. We got to do that. It and it's synced with Kelly, so we always know what each other is doing. Um, and then we prioritize, you know, and it uh, it works for us. It, it helps us and it allows us to uh, almost be in multiple places at one time. Uh, yeah. So it, it's, I would say that's how we manage it. Yeah. Scheduling is crazy. So let's talk about coaching. What do you love about coaching? Man, um, I will say I did. I actually did get into coaching. I'm going to tell you where I'm at right now with it. Um, so I did get an opportunity to coach at the university level, and I truly appreciate that that head coach for for uh, giving me the opportunity. Um, absolutely loved my experience. It was also a learning experience for me and some other avenues. And I didn't go back because we were having Jackson, uh, my my youngest guy. And then uh, anyway, I had another opportunity to coach somewhere locally at another university, which I did that for a couple of years. All while Battle X, the Harbor Hawks, everything else is going on. And this year, this is the first fall that I have not been attached to a football program. Oh. Weird and scary. Because I'm like, I, 
I was just about to ask how that feels. Yeah, weird and scary. It feels like Halloween because I'm like, I have no idea what to do. What I've never like, I just felt like I had all this damn free time. <laughs> you know what I mean? But again, getting back to the scheduling and like you know hammering things out. But um, the coaching, you know, I absolutely enjoy it. I, I love like the guidance, the mentorship, being able to share experiences and pass that to them, being able to help them get better, um, help them mm-hmm. relate and apply things to the field. But really what it is, football is just my vehicle to be able to connect with you. Mm-hmm. Once we have that connection, like now we get into, again, the leadership, the mentorship, the guidance, like the life lessons, the life skills, like that's the stuff that like I really enjoy. You know, that whole cycle. Mm. And then even now for this fall, um, again, I had some opportunities to coach at the professional level and at the university level. And uh, mm. I feel like it's it's still a dream of mine. And I struggled with what do I do? Because I'm, I'm, you know, the point we're at at Battle X, we have quite a few programs we're about to launch. And they're like really big time programs. Um Mm. where we're and i'll be transparent we're pouring in 1.2 million dollars back into the community for free programming uh over five years so wow this is like a big deal for us anyway and uh, right it is a big deal you know i think so you know um and i want to be about it not talk about it right so i felt like this is what mm-hmm. we had to do and we're doing it and so i struggled with okay like here's the opportunity that i feel like i've been wanting and and it's a dream of mine and mm-hmm. I got to the point where I had to identify that it could be the best opportunity in the world. Doesn't always and necessarily mean it's the right time. And right. Kelly asked me, what's your dream? What's your goal? And again, this whole like, what you mean? Like, you know, uh, my, <laughs> but, you know, to, to be truthful again, like my, my goal, my dream is to help these athletes make their dream come true. And mm. in order for me to do that, I need to be here. I need to have 10 toes down right here. I can't be away and do that. And, uh, that's, that's where I'm at. If that can answer your question of what I enjoy about coaching, there it is like being here and being able to be a positive impact in these athletes lives. And, and not even just the athlete, the person, the people, the community that's that's where i'm at mm, connecting and community is something that you know we've spoken and it's something that always comes out and i didn't know about you know giving back to the community why is it important for you to connect and to give back to the community in this way it is a huge amount yeah it is i, I think there's again a lot of levels to that i'd say um one that is more personal is again in that situation when i got released from the CFL, I was homeless and coming to Nova Scotia, being a Florida guy, I don't know nothing about winter tires. I don't know nothing about how to stay warm during the winter. <laughs> when you talk about down jackets and wool, this and wool, that, and and like all that kind of, stuff. I had no idea about any of that stuff. Um, mm. And this community really took me in as like, if I was one of their own and they really helped me when I was in one of the darkest moments of my life, you know, they, they mm. really helped me. Uh, to where they helped me so much that the only thing I had to focus on was school and football. And that was it. 
And even during those times, I always tried to find a way to give back to the community. So we started, you know, uh, a quarterback breakfast club when I was at St. Mary's. Um, we had other initiatives and give backs and programming that we did for the community. Uh, so that would be on a more personal level and, and a more broader level, giving back to the community, man. Like I, I think about what this sport and sports in general did for me. And if I didn't have this sport or if I didn't have this, let's say, community, um, I actually don't know where I would have been. I really don't. Hmm. And and it gave me a lot of accesses, uh, gave me a lot of resources, gave me a lot of connections. Um, to be able to really move about the cabin however I felt and pleased. Um, mm. And if if I can help any of these people gain accessibility to help them get where they want to go, there it is. Wow. That's powerful. That's uh that's really powerful. So um, let's talk a bit about BattleX. Um, I go online, you know, I see the things and what you do, and I want to join. What's the process for all that? Yeah, well, we are very um, – so we do football-specific training and athletic development. Um, I work with athletes, the, the high-performance side, holistic fitness practitioner, like, you know, the prehabilitation, those types of things. I don't, I don't, I don't work with people that just want to be in shape, you know, but we also have trainers mm. at Battle X that, you know, I would direct you to that I absolutely love if, and, and I feel they are the best at what they do. And if they weren't, they wouldn't be at Battle X. That's very you know, true. But yeah. um, it's not what my focus is. It's not what my niche is. Right. Um, but yeah, you, you'd go online, you send the email saying, Hey, I want to do position specific training or, I play a different sport and, you know, I play hockey, I, I'm a ringette player, I play soccer or, or basketball and I want to be more explosive. I want to jump higher. I want to skate faster. I want to be stronger. You know, those types of things. I want to have better coordination and stability. Then you get into the mm -hmm. athletic development and you would just reach out and say what you want. And we would talk and communicate as far as what and how you want things done. And I'd have a program for you. And then we would start and um, we'd get it in. How long is a typical uh, athletic development program? So we have packages. Um, our, we have a five-session package and a 12-session package, and you can re-up those as many times as you want. Uh, oh. We, we don't have a package to say, hey, yeah, you come for a whole year, and here it is, you know? And right, that's right, tough right. because of the seasons, right? So, like, you know, if you're playing hockey, you got two seasons in a year. You're playing soccer. You never have an off season. <laughs> you, you play football, you know, you have three, four months of a season and then you have eight months, seven, eight months of uh, or nine months of off season. So, you know, the, the seasons are different. So this was the best kind of package and uh, right. platform that we were able to come up with. Um, so yeah. you could come for your 12. You can get another 12 and then say, OK, you know what, I'm going to take a break because we're in season or what we're trying to also show the importance of is training in season. However, we have some athletes that oh. are away outside of, you know, uh, reach and, and being in Nova Scotia that aren't able yeah. to do that. Or they have a program that they're doing with their athletic or sports program, right? So. Right. Yeah. Wow. 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 Um, another thing that, you know, just going through your page and your Instagram, 
um, there's this passion you showed when you did this front squat with a lot of weight. <laughs> Is that something you're building for and how did that feel? Uh, building towards and how did that feel? No, actually, that was on a decline. So uh, oh, when I when I retired from playing professionally in 2017, my mental struggle is training. I've done it for so long that when I when I was done playing, it was like, well, I don't need to lift all these heavy weights anymore. But it went from not even just not lifting heavy weights to tearing the Achilles to being the biggest that I ever was to like, well, I, I want to be fit. I want to be more active. I want to do these things, but I also don't want to lift weights like that. Or I, I can't even say I don't want to. It was just like I, I lost that grit. You know what I mean? Of like mm. that fight of like, you know, moving that steel, moving that iron. Um, and I was also lost, to be honest. I was lost because my entire life I've always trained for something. Mm. You know, so I had periodized training. I had phases. I don't know what I'm going to do right now. <laughs> what am I lifting or training for? I, You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know how to do that. And I couldn't do that for me. I can do that for somebody mm. else, though. I just couldn't do it myself. Um, mm. And it's still a mental block, but uh, I actually, I'm not sweating too much now, but I just came back from training uh, and I have a trainer and I go to their gym and, you know, I take myself out of my space. So that way I like in my frame of mind, I'm here. I'm listening to you. I'm not critiquing. I'm not criticizing. I'm not asking nothing. You, I'm doing exactly what you tell me to do, you know? And mm -hmm. I've been doing it now for about five weeks and I absolutely love it. And there are times when I'm training that I have like flashbacks of, man, when I used to, or I used to be able to do this, or this feels good. Could I do this again? And um, it's, it's, it's actually pretty motivating and encouraging because it like, it, it, it gets me fired up, you know? So anyway, going back to that post, um, mm -hmm. I hadn't touched the weight. I hadn't done anything. And I had one of my athletes challenge me. He was like, coach, man, you too old. You can't do that no more. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to show you. So I got up on there, got up, <laughs> like, you, know, you know, 275 on a front squat for doing nothing is actually pretty good. It's, uh, it's yeah. 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 yeah it's, uh, it's insane. Yeah. You know, so that, that's where, that's where that came from. That was all of that. Right. Um, talking of your, you know, social media presence, something that also stood out in some of your captions was like, you know, captions about mental health. How important is that to you? Extremely important. Extremely important. Again, another one of those things, there's so many different levels to it. Uh, mm. Building that that mental fortitude, that mental toughness, uh, acuity, like is extremely important, especially as a high performance athlete. And even more so as a leader and a person, um, sometimes it could be looked at as being hard headed. Other times it could be you're being passive or, you know, it, it almost like blends in the personalities a bit. Right. Um, and then on the mental health side, like. You know, that's again, that's another tough one because there's so many different ways that that can go. But, you know, one of the things that. I really work with my athletes on is like being able to have that grit to fight through things and push through it and, you know, changing their vocabulary and changing what they're saying, put everything in the positive, you know, mm. a, a lot of times athletes will want to go out and prove people wrong. I'm going to do this to prove you mm. wrong or 
And I tell them, you know, fuck that. Like, go do it to prove yourself right. If you know you can do it, go show yourself you can do it. Make it happen. You know, um, and and just flipping that frame of mind and that mentality and that mindset plays a part in everything. You know, speak things into existence. You know, have that that tongue and that palate to be able to, like, put things in a positive and push things forward. Mm, mm, mm. Yo, let's talk about the Hubble Hawks now. Uh, when does the season start? Um, how did COVID affect things? And what are some plans for the next year? Yeah, well, COVID affected a lot. We had two seasons off. Um, it's a very wow. short summerish season. We typically, first game is the beginning of May. Championship is the end of June. Um, we would have a banquet in July. Um, for our calendar, we start in December kind of get people excited and, and ready to go. We have our Christmas, New Year break, and then we hit it hard come January. And we go through a whole programming process where we teach, you know, the, the history of football, when and where it started. Most people don't know. It actually started in Canada. Oh, right. wow. Yeah, I'm one, I'm one of the most people I need. And, and that. that's okay, you know, but, you know, we get into that. We get into fundamentals. We get into field dimensions. We get into positions and what they – you know, what they mean, what they're able to do, how they even come up with these names of these positions, um, just to give them more substance. And then we get into um, skills and drills. We get into theory. We get into techniques. We we teach concepts. Um, and, and, you know, then we go from concepts to, like, what we call, what's our titles for these concepts, and then we get into our playbook in our season then. Hmm. Wow. That's a lot of work. Oh, it is. It is. And and w- while we're doing that, we're also training and practicing. You know, we've mm. cut our practices down to be an hour and 15 minutes max twice a week. Oh. And, you know, when you talk about scheduling, there it is. You know, we have a schedule and a plan for every practice. It's scripted. And we're just, we get in, we get the work done, and we get out. You know, and um, mm. it's been really good for us. We've had a lot of athletes that, you know, we have high school, university, and post-university players. So we, ha- and we have mm-hmm. ranging people that have never played football to people that have played on the Canadian national team, uh, or, or played some sort of a pro ball or big time university ball and everything in between, wow. you know? So for us being able to build that foundation to say, Hey, everybody has at least this level of understanding. And we go up from there, um, is really important to us. We are a developmental program. Um, mm. And we want people to learn, you know, how to do things the right way, our way, <laughs> um, and and be able to take that with them wherever they go, whether they go to another program, whether, uh, you know, they make the, the jump to university or they make the jump to pro. Or if they're done and they just want to continue playing football with us just for fun, you know. Um, but everybody has that understanding of knowing there are some – players here that are using this as a stepping stone to go up in levels. And then there are some players that mm. have a family and have a full-time job and they come cause they want to play cause they want to have fun with it, you know, but we have that, that mm. mutual understanding and we make sure it stays competitive and, and um, respectful and we communicate. So will there be a new season next summer? Do you yeah, think? definitely. Um, there's some things we got to go through with the league as far as, crossing borders into New Brunswick and PEI because we have some teams in those provinces, uh, what that looks mm-hmm. like, how it looks for the league, how it looks for their teams, and, you know, be able to shape that up and move forward from there. 
Wow. It's always great talking to you. I'm running out of time, but I have one last one for you, okay. though. Before I let you go, Micah, um, you know, one thing, I mean, you've talked about your mom and the advice she gave you, but someone that's been like there pretty much through the building of Battle X and Harbor Hawks and your, your children um, has been Kelly. Like, at what point did you know, okay, this person is right for me? It's crazy because I would say it was like that cliche of like love at first sight. <laughs> it really was. Like, I know without a shadow of a doubt, she has my back. She also knows mm. that I have her back. Um, but she she truly is my stability. She really is my rock. She's my sounding board. She she puts me in place, <laughs> you know. <Like> she really <laughs> does. Um, and she, she has a, a, a very elegant touch to her where she'll put me in place in a nice way. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but, you know, we communicate extremely well. We're on the same page pretty much with everything, you know, and if we're not, we'll communicate mm. it out and then we ended up being fine. Um, but she, man, she, she believes in, you know, another thing I tell my athletes is like, you have to believe in yourself before anybody else can believe in you. Right. And I, it took me a long process to get um, to where I'm at in life with who I am and how I am mm. and being able to identify who Micah Brown is. And I can move about mm. this world and be accepting and happy of every decision I make because I know I do it with a pure heart. I'm talking about like 24 karat mm. gold pure. And that's how right. I move. And Kelly's the exact same way. She believes in me. She also mm. believes in herself. Mm. She believes in Battleax and the Harbor Hawks and what we're doing. Um, she's the she's the other founder of the Harbor Hawks. She actually brought mm. up the idea of starting this team. And putting it together. Wow. She runs everything on the back end, um, all the scheduling, the emailing, the you know, all the stuff that uh the nitty-gritty stuff. So that way I can go in and enjoy what I'm doing, which is working with the athletes, whether it's at Battle X, whether it's uh with the Harbor Hawks, the networking part. Um she controls everything else. She handles everything else, um, and does an amazing job at it. And uh she believes mm -hmm. in it so much. She she was working a full-time salary job. And left. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. Man, talk about going all in, eh? That's it. <laughs> that's one of the that's one of the slogans for the for the Harbor Hawks that one of our guys came up with. All out, ball out. <laughs> man Micah it's great to talk to you I, I think I should actually have Kelly come on because it's like she has the um other parts that you know you're not like you don't want to talk about the email and the scheduling of the things and I, I'll be intrigued to find out more from my own point of view but I just wanted to say thank you for coming to the sanctuary today and um you know good luck with everything Battle X and again Thanks for what you're doing for the community. Absolutely. I appreciate you having me on anytime. Absolutely loved it. So thanks for welcoming me to your sanctuary, man. Mm -hmm.